What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We just completely derail this entire podcast into an ASMR podcast about Love Island. We're hitting two niches. Two birds, you might say, with one stone. Two villa birds. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Villa Birds, a Love Island podcast featuring your favorite and most gorgeous, most intelligent, most brilliant-minded hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika, <laughs> two hey. Villa Birds. Hey, hey, you know, you don't have to feel bad about putting yourself first because I initially put your name first because that is proper etiquette as your name alphabetically goes before mine by a lot. I yeah, I put your name before mine on everything else because your last name is before mine. Oh. No, it's not. So Really? Well, I counted, the C. I counted no, the C. I counted the C. You count, count the R. I count the R. Okay, well, I got to go switch that then. My bad. You silly so, it's silly Billy. No, but it's re- it's I respect, respect you. I'm like we respect each you. other. Here on Villa Birds, we respect each other. That's we're two we'll just hosts make our that values. respect each other. Yeah, I would like to make a note that I too am now mic'd up officially. Um, yeah, we are now twinsies, and Yay. I've got like the F boy LEDs in the background, and they're pink because we're in love. Oh, so that's how it's going, and let's get this show on the road, girls. Yeah, we're here. Well, you know what it do. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> While we're going to recap the last two nights, day one and day two, and then we're going to talk about, like, the couples, you know, because it's still, it's still a little cookie cutter, so I feel like we can still talk about the couples as they, um, as they come up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you feel about the first two episodes? Um, I... So, snooze for episode two. Mm. Episode one always gets me riled up. I'm like, let's go. Like, even though we're in the U.S., let's go U.K. Let's go find some love and let's watch these. What is the intro? It's like 10 sexy singles. I'm in it. First of all, from an interior design perspective, may I just say the new villa. Oh, I, I love, love it. to be there. 
great. I love it. Love it. Um, also, quick relatable thing. Love how the dressing room was just trashed within the first day of everybody being there. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's how I know I couldn't go into the villa because I am way too OCD. And I think I would just be like, I actually have to go. I have to go. I can't be here. I have to go. Or I would just, like, be a bitch and, like, get ready, like, by myself in a different room. Like, I could not do that, dude. I see it's a little bit of both for me. I think mm. definitely living alone has spoiled me to the fact mm. that, okay, great, no one's here. But I go through, like, a weekly cleaning, like, okay, the – Tasmanian devil that I am like going through my apartment like just throwing things whatever Mm. but there is no cleaning schedule there I don't know if people actually clean there it seems like they do or if they have people that come in and clean um I feel like they've said that they have people that go in and clean all right well then that wouldn't be a problem for us if we were at Love Island that's true but I feel like they don't even bother to try and touch the like the the what's called the dressing room they're just yeah. like, that is a fire I, hazard. We're not going near that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And it doesn't make sense. Either. I don't know. I just, my favorite thing before we dive in, though, is towards the end of the season, you mm. see, like, most of the contestants or all of the contestants have just combined their wardrobes. And that's just so, such a yeah. powerful statement of, like, friendship and camaraderie and love that I just love to see so I'm curious to see which two islanders kind of switch outfits uh as True. the weeks progress oh I do that's love when you that know that they're a friends, little right? a so. little who wore it best moment <laughs> yeah absolutely so yeah no but um for for me I feel like I'm the opposite of you I feel like I love I love the show more and more as it progresses so for me day one is just kind of like, yeah, let's just get through the formalities. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Especially, you know, and we'll talk about it as we recap, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more with the public voting. So it just felt very clinical. Um, and then day two, I felt like day two was a little more spicy. I, so, like, yeah, as we get into the public vote, we'll talk about all the pros and the cons. But I felt like that led to a little spicier episode, too, than usual. And I feel like, in general, these people are ready to move mad. So I'm yeah. kind of looking forward to it. I'm, like, already, like, it's getting with me already. I'm gelling with it. Um, and I think it's only going to get spicier. I think we're going to have maybe a spicy first two weeks. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I'm always I mean, optimistic. Of, <laughs> right. I mean, speaking of spicy, the diversity already is like chef's kiss, if I mm. may be so bold. Uh, I really am happy that there are a lot more people of color and not just yes. people of color who are like, I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't make it sound funny, but people who aren't colored like cream and sugar. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> very much. Um, if that makes sense. As the sorority girls coined the paper bag test, um, yeah. there's people so. who are much darker than that, and we're very happy to see it. Um, for it. in fact, um, mm-hmm. it's great. And I mean, not to spoil anything, but the bombshell is also a nice POC woman. I can't say what she yeah. is. Sometimes they, sometimes they surprise me. So I have to investigate. 
But yeah. Yeah. So it's great to see strides honestly being taken by producers of the show. Uh, Val, you had sent me an article about how the entire, I think, Love Island franchise is now moving away from fast fashion and wanted to dip their toe. And by dip their toe, I mean just jump in wholeheartedly into, what was it, the secondhand Sustainable fashion. Sustainable fashion. There we go. Yes. So, yeah. They are doing secondhand fashion. They've partnered with eBay this year, which I thought Mm. was a very shocking collaboration, but very exciting. And what they're going to do is they're going to have a stylist who curates outfits from eBay. And that stylist happens to be Dua Lipa's stylist, which I thought was incredible because obviously initially when I saw that they were moving away from fast fashion companies like Boohoo and moving to eBay, I was like, huh, what are they going to get? Like, because you got to go fishing on eBay. Right, right. Because Depop is a little bit easier. You can just hit buzzwords. But eBay, you got to fish. I was like, you need yeah. an expert. And they got right. an That's expert. Why, that's why we are happy to announce that we are <laughs> sponsored by eBay. <laughs> I would oh give my goodness. anything. I would give anything. <laughs> That's just like us just trying to manifest. I'm telling you, this entire podcast is just us manifesting the most spectacular things that can happen. Like, who knows? We might win the lottery at the end of the summer. I don't know. We win the 50K. Know. They give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, you guys, you need to check out our Twitter. Val and I have been live tweeting slash posting memes when we can, but mm. Val said the funniest thing the other day when they had announced that the prize money was still 50K. Val tweeted that they didn't even account for inflation, and let me tell you, as someone who is in finance i love finance jokes i hate that i do but i love it so much like that whole meme where it's like or it was a tiktok where it's like either you're hot or you know why the feds can't print more money <laughs> oh my god period and i don't know why the feds can't print more money they should just do it and i and i nobody do, look so up I guess- what i look like <laughs> Don't fact check that. So I was like, well, damn, like, I don't know. So you guys, shameless plug, you need to find us on Twitter. I mean, I just don't know why they wouldn't up the the prize money after a pandemic. Like, get your your money up, not your funny up. Come on. Here's the thing, though. It's not just the 50K. You get a whole sponsorship. You know, pretty little thing. Or boohoo is gonna snatch up those winners so quick. I'm pretty sure. Well, Millie, m- Millie, yes, Millie right got PLT. Yeah, yes. We already know but Molly May is like it, Molly the it May girl didn't win. She didn't win. Molly May but didn't she win. Is like an it girl. I know she didn't. She is win. an it girl. But the thing with the prize money, I mean, why not talk about the prize money? Why is it even there? It's not even why people go on the show. I just feel like it should be a little higher stakes. But it's not. People go on the show. Not anymore. It's why initially Mm. people went on the show. But I feel like after season three, starting with season four, people were going on there for exposure. 
and like media and internet literacy went up and people really truly realized you know we had influencers back in 2016 but i don't think um i don't think the normie population really understood that you can make that Mm -hmm. your career until like just that like until right turning the corner in 2016 turning the corner even in 2017 and so right. now when people go on Love Island, it's not really about the money. It is about the money, but it's about the long-term money, the long-term exposure. It's yeah. not about the prize money. So I feel like it's they need the to long-term spice term it. gains. Yeah. They need to spice yeah. it up with the prize money because it's kind of not it's well, not then we're going, a driving factor. Well, no, but then we're going into too hot to handle where it's like, "Hey guys, don't fuck and we'll give you 100k but they always fuck yeah. have you watched do no, hot to handle it's i awful. refuse to watch that show i refuse to watch that show i will not di- even this is no i can't they don't I the can't. show itself doesn't even follow its own rules it well, doesn't. Well, then there we so, go. That's why we know that they don't mess around with prize money then. No, they they, they just be dropping. They're like, oh, my God. It, I could go on for hours, but let me just say the whole point of the show is not to fuck. And, like, in the first three episodes, for the first two seasons, they kick people off of the show who, quote, haven't made connections, a.k.a. the only people on the show who haven't fucked. I'm like, um, hello. Oh, really? Huh. If you want them well, not to fuck. Well, it's kind of like. Do you remember Shannon from last season? That's the same thing that happened. Mm. Like you haven't kissed, like you haven't made a connection with anyone, but it's just because she didn't want to like kiss anybody there. She wasn't interested, and then they just kicked her off. But that's a whole other. That's thing a whole about. other kind of worms. Because like, did yeah. she have a boyfriend? I thought it was because she worked in the. In, she was a sex worker, and no, they didn't like that was... brand associated with. Oh, you know what? I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure like people had seen that she kind of had a boyfriend, and they just like took care of that by just like kicking her off of the show, like just oh, letting her right, get voted off. And then like literally two months later, she posted she like got back together with her ex. Quote got back together with her ex. Mm. Um, same thing with Lucinda. She quote got back together with her ex. So. Day one recap. Yes. Let's start by recapping day one. And like we said, I always think day one is a snore no matter what happens. You kind of were feeling it. But let's just recap anyways. Day one. We have recoupling. Or actually, first coupling. Not even recoupling. Mm -hmm. First coupling ever. And it's different this year because the contestants didn't get to pick each other. But the public vote got to pick who was going to be with who? Everybody got together. I don't think either gender was feeling either gender. They all kind of regrouped, introduced each other after the coupling, and then they divided by the gender line. All the girls were like, eh. All the guys were like, nah. Later, everybody started to get ready and by the fire pit everyone's all hanging out in their nighttime clothes cue davida walks through the door and all the girls are like he's a little bit of me which is hilarious because i think he's a little bit of everybody because 
He is <laughs> obviously very hot. He is the like, Italian stallion. His the occupation. Italian stallion. His occupation is that he is Italian. <laughs> and his personality no one... <laughs> is Italian. Like, just nothing. I, Giving I've got nothing. my thoughts about this. I will, yeah, we'll we'll dive jump into in this. Swiftly. I got my thoughts. Yeah. But yeah, he walks through the door. All the girls are feeling him. Later few moments later he announces that they're gonna play a little game of truth or dare everybody chills out and by the end of the night davida gets a text saying that he has 24 hours to recouple with a girl of his choosing leaving one of the boys vulnerable or as he said vulnerable yes <laughs> he and really hashtag that are i love it i love for it i'm here for it i'm like you know what this is what love island's all about is that we're bringing all kinds of love to the island, including Italian love, and I'm here for that because, <laughs> oh, man, I, yeah, that's a lot. That's a wonderful recap. Thank you for providing that to us, Val. Thank you. Thank you for listening to it. <laughs> yeah, so our couples, I guess I'll dive into it. Val and I were actually doing a, uh, um, we are rating which couple is the most boring. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll probably dive into that after we, I guess, list the couples. So the UK public thought that the following couplings were something that were going to work out. Uh, a lot of people, I will shamelessly plug our Instagram, at VillaBirds. I decided to ask our followers whether or not they were going to last or not a chance. And we had some good turnout, but everybody almost every single person said not a chance to all five so yeah i mean it's a little early for any of these people to make it to the finish line but we'll for see sure. we'll see but number one the first couple of the evening of the uk evening might i add was dami and amber so that was number one number two mm-hmm. we have liam and Gemma. Mm. Number three, we have Akenna and India. Mm. Number four, we've got Andrew and Tasha. Mm. And our last couple was Luca and Paige. So, with that, we are going to dive into each couple based on how boring we think they are. And we do have <laughs> our own ratings. We do. So, <laughs> to start, I actually... So our first couple that we think was super boring day one is Andrew and Tasha. Yeah. Uh, Just there's nothing going on. I definitely think Andrew's into Tasha more than she is him. Oh, absolutely. Also, can we talk about the fact that Andrew is a realtor in Dubai? What? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. You know, for jumping right in, I really don't like Andrew. And... You know, I hate to make judgments day one. Granted, we have seen day one and day two, which we'll recap Mm -hmm. in a sec. But, you know, it might be a little early to judge somebody off of two days. But I just, he gives me, for lack of a better word, the ick, you know. I don't trust him. First of all, because he's a real estate agent. (laughs) Second of all, because he's a white real estate agent in Dubai. I don't like it. And third of all, he just comes off really like 
he's hot and he knows it, but he's literally not hot to me at all. I hate the hair. I don't, I'm not gelling with the vibe. I just don't, ugh, I don't like him. And to, like, it annoys me that Tasha is even with him because I feel like she has potential. I, well, in the self-interest of protecting a woman going after a man like this, at least you know he's financially stable, that he's not, you know, still dependent on his parents, which is nice. Mm. He Mm -hmm. is passionate about his business. And he had mentioned that, okay, he, this is the part that made me laugh was that he was like, you know, I'm 27 and I really think it's time for me to settle down. (laughs) Like that. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Like what? What does that mean? No. Why are you rushing? He better be financially stable at 27 and I don't need him to be a millionaire. I don't need a man to be a millionaire. Hello. I don't. But okay, um, that's at 27, you, I I know, I know. I'm humble. I, I like to keep it humble. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I get the appeal, but I like a humble man. No, but at 27, I need you to be like, you know, kind of doing your own thing on your own. So fine, I'll give him that point. But it's kind of like bare minimum. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What was the I, other thing that you said about him? The other thing that I said about him was the fact that he wanted to settle down. He was like, oh, I'm 27. It's time for me to, you know, settle down. And it's kind of like, you're 27. Like, who's, like, why haven't you? You know? Like, 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 have you not dated around? Is it because of work? Like, what's going on? What's the tea with that? Yeah. Um, I feel like men say that they need to settle down when they're ready to treat a girlfriend nicely. You know what I'm saying? I do not know what you're saying. Luckily, I do not know what you're saying because okay, I would hate let to me elaborate. <laughs> but let me elaborate. I feel like I get it. In my okay, I literally avoid finance bros at all costs. No offense to you, you're not a finance bro, quite literally. But I, dude, I have I have a Patagonia in my closet. I have a vest. Well, I meant that you're not a bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I typically avoid finance dudes altogether. I don't even enjoy talking with them. We have nothing in common and I don't want anything to do with them. But in general, these men, these finance men in New York, they're all entitled assholes who think mm. that they are entitled to your time and get to pay you dust in return. So I feel like, and you know, I could be reading into this because I don't know Andrew, but he just gives me those vibes where he's like, well, you know, before this, before 27, I wasn't ready to respect a woman and like Mm. give her my time of day and like compromise. But now I'm 27 and I think it's time that I treat a woman nicely. Like that's the vibe it gives me because I still don't even think that at 27, he's ready to like get married, which is what quote settling down typically means i don't even think that that's what he's mean what he means which is fine i don't think you have to be ready to get married at 27 but that's just what i feel about him and i could be projecting but i just don't trust the guy especially not next to tasha who i just think is a sweetheart albeit a little bit of a player but a sweetheart i 
I'm shocked that you have such a strong reaction about Andrew. I mean, we've only known him for two days, but go off, girl. Right. I'm here for it. I'm here to support you. I Thank you. feel mainly indifferent. I love the fact that he's employed, and admittedly, <laughs> I do enjoy a little bit of a real estate individual so i am here for it i'm glad he's financially stable if he is Mm. and also one thing to note though is if he's selling real estate in dubai he's probably never home which means that you would also go with him to dubai and selfishly i think that's great i'd love to have somebody who would take me to dubai randomly on work trips and i could just be a plus one (laughs) why Mm. not Mm. so that's Mm. what i'm thinking Okay, valid. I just feel like he's skating by. Nobody's catching up the bad vibes I'm getting. Has he made a joke? Like, not one. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. has. He He was like, (laughs) oh, my to-go chat-up line to a girl is, do you have an Instagram? My mom told me to follow my dreams. That wasn't even a joke. He was 100% serious. I took it as a joke because I'm but, like, this man can't be real. Like, that is a no, joke to me. No, I know said, it's serious. It's, <laughs> I know it's oh. serious. And that's the worst part. But let me tell you, I am. I didn't even find this out from watching Love Island. My mm. sister sent this to me on Twitter. And she was like, this is abysmal. Like, <laughs> why yeah. would you say this on television? And She's right. I I heard him say it, and I'm like, oh, I have the ick so bad. Why would you say that on t- TV? Like, I can't. But Yeah, that was terrible. But I guess we'll count it as a joke. <laughs> it's a, you, you know, One entertainment joke. value. It's an eye roller. Like, okay, I got my eyes yeah. on. Like, I got a reaction, which is good. Valid. Um, what do you think about right, Tasha? Tasha, first of all, again – diversity this year love island is killing it they decided to bring somebody on who is considered disabled um and again love that i hope they keep expanding into bringing people of all kinds of disabilities Uh, i definitely think that the show has a lot of room to grow and progress Mm -hmm. i know that there have been some talks about bringing in more lgbtqia individuals and they're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how to make that work and i think that would be also very cool to see yeah um i'm going to apologize to the viewers for a brief moment as there is a fire down the block and there are fire trucks that are whizzing by my street (laughs) so as soon as that clears up i will resume and now i will resume (laughs) tasha is um she's hearing impaired but i believe Mm -hmm. she's wearing a cochlear implant she is um, yes on the show and that has not stopped her at all from participating from being the main bitch in the house right now and by bitch i mean like okay girl she's a player she's out here she's like she is 100 percent. love it i'm here for it i really think that a lot more women should be more like assertive in what they want and what they're looking for and that's something that I wholeheartedly support and I would like to say that she's being respectful about it like Mm -hmm. I feel like she hasn't like Paige I will get to this but like the other contestants who are females like they're they know who she's after and what she's kind of pursuing and I think that Mm -hmm. that's great to see like nobody's kind of doing it behind their backs as we've seen in the past with previous seasons Yes. I do not remember her occupation. 
She's um, a model. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but aside from that, though, I think she has a very funny personality. I think she's very bright and airy, and I kind of just love that she's like, she like doesn't give two shits. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to flirt with whoever I want, and yeah. it was funny to see that play out in day two when we find a little bit more about said person as well. Yes. Yeah, I really like Tasha. Um She's really upfront. I love it. I, you know, I love when people just cut to the chase in general, yeah. uh, like across all boards in real life on TV. I love it. I love to see her being respectful, but also assertive. She seems like a really good energy. I wonder, I'm really curious to see what her journey is going to be on the show because I agree. I think I initially got the vibe that she might be like in the mom and dad relationship of the house but now that I've seen a little bit more of her I'm kind of like oh shit she might like you know fuck around and find out you know like could she be happier like you know a little west moment I feel like we could see that from her which is super fun um and I feel like I can't really see her having any bad blood with anyone in the house which is nice I can't see her with any bad blood, but I will say that she has hit on, like, three different people, and it's only been two days, and she's, like, really trying yes. to get away from Andrew, which I think is a little strange, considering how she hasn't really made an effort to get to know him. So I feel like she's someone who, when she's got the ick or when she's not into you, like, you you kind of know. But so he I doesn't know. Keeping, yeah, she's, like, keeping Andrew around just to keep him around, and I think that's the only thing that I'm, like she should definitely tell him like I don't know I feel like I feel like she's still kind of giving Andrew a chance and I only say that after watching episode two so I'm gonna save my opinion until then but what I will say jumping back to that um diversity conversation Mm -hmm. so far so good so far so one iota better than last year I kind of am like you know what I said at the beginning of the episode still holds true that in terms of colorism that conversation I feel like that is doing a little bit better we haven't seen like only light-skinned black girls um we've come at the gate with three dark-skinned black people and one you know medium-skinned black girl which is pretty like rare out the jump Usually they only have two dark-skinned people and then they just let them like coast and then they only send in light-skinned people and then that is like a whole conversation in terms of colorism. Um, So, so far we're doing better. But I feel like the couples were a little bit predictable, which is um, not technically ITV's fault. That is more so the British public, which we know Mm -hmm is a little famous for some microaggressions um and you know i feel like the lgbt conversation really excludes trans people when it comes to the show because mm-hmm. they're always saying that they can't make the show work with gay people which like if you're talking exclusively about gay and lesbian and bisexual people 
you know, maybe that's the case. Maybe it gets a little complicated. But if you, you know, um, support trans people and believe that trans women are women and trans men are men, then I don't see how they would mess up the structure of the show. You know what I'm saying? But that never comes up in the conversation. I'm kind of like, hmm, seems like that's kind of the solution to your problem. Um, And with the disability thing, I think that's really cool. Flat out. Yeah. I think that's super Mm -hmm. cool. I want to see more of that. I know that Hugo actually had a club foot last year, but it wasn't a conversation that they had, really. Um, And, you know, if he doesn't want to have that conversation, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to check a box. And have right. the conversation. But I'm happy that Tasha feels comfortable enough to talk about it on the show. Um, just like moving forward. I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see more body diversity. I'd love to see more LGBT representation. And, um, you know, more of an array of different POC. I feel like we never, ever get um, East Asian people. We've never seen, I don't believe we've seen one East Asian person. Um, Very strange to me. Um, I know that in season one and in season two, in the very early weeks, we have two Hispanic, I don't even want to say Hispanic. I think they might actually be Spanish, Mm -hmm. Um, like from Spain, LOL. (laughs) So I'd love to see more Hispanic representation in the show. Um, and more indigenous representation, like those three boxes have yet to be checked. And not that people are boxes to be checked, but if we're talking about diversity, we're still very much like missing a lot of people. But I'm kind of hoping this is the year they get it together. I agree wholeheartedly with everything that you've said. Um, yeah. I was going to make a bit of a joke about myself and my own upbringing and Mm. I've been taught like my household has very much been like get your education get your job no dilly-dallying you like chase the bag the right way right way being the standard way and you kind of go from there and let me tell you if I dropped everything and went on Love Island US like my parents would throw a riot in the streets oh my Um, god my parents would kick my ass (laughs) right it's definitely like a cultural thing that usually might I add lies in homes of people of color like our cultures are very rooted with standard structures of upbringing and of living out your adult lives and I feel like when you take into consideration said culture and the influence of that in one's upbringing I'm sorry Mm. but as much as I love saying like Val let's just go dude like let's sneak in let's see how we long we can last or something like there's no way I'm gonna drop my little cushy corporate sellout job and actually no just kidding thank you so much for the opportunity I love where I work and I love my team (laughs) um but you know you you know what I mean like I work a a solid job I am salaried I've got benefits Mm. god bless like it's just I'm not gonna drop this and like go to some villa for two months But I just think that that's not the case for everybody. And I think there's more Mm -hmm. than enough people who do want to do this show, who do check those boxes. Yeah. Like, period. I don't know. You know, like not everybody minds the ire of their people. 
their parents. Like, I think Anna from season five Mm -hmm. said that her parents were not happy about her doing the show, and yet she did it anyways. So... Who knows? But I guess we can put that to the test when we apply next year. (laughs) I'm like, sorry, babe. I have to go to Love Island. I have to. (laughs) I think I would... I think I would just stay. I'd be like, hey, I'll split the money with you when I get back. <laughs> I'm in too deep. He'd be wait, he'd be like, I can't watch you do that. I'd be like, what? <laughs> but it's oh, for man. the best. <laughs> moving on. Moving on to the second most boring couple. We have Dami and Amber. Yes. And I will start by saying two things that I know about Dami. A, he's a microbiologist. And B, nice. I wrote this down. B, he's got a heart-shaped birthmark on his Slay. face. I love that. Which, like, for Love Island is perfect, but for the entire world to now know such an intimate detail about you is beyond me. I feel like I would tell everybody if I had one, if I had a heart-shaped birthmark on my penis I'd be like yeah isn't that cool and they'd be like no and I'd be like okay well you know I think it's cool I have a lagoon shaped birthmark on my ankle I'm not like posting that stuff on insta like what I do you don't mean you have a lagoon <laughs> shaped what does the lagoon look like, like yeah no wonder you didn't post it on instagram <laughs> you're like yeah I have a lagoon yeah very popular shape I have a lagoon shaped <laughs> birthmark I'm just saying like that's something out of the ordinary and I'm not like telling the po- I'm not like attention Boston I have a lagoon well, shaped maybe if you had a cute maybe if you had a cute little heart on your ankle you would share with all of Boston yeah, I but here's the thing though. I'm willing to bet money that it's not even a heart. Like, like looks like a, it's a probably dilapidated not. heart. That's you know the what? thing. It's probably a that. freckle. It's probably a freckle next to another freckle, and then it just makes a heart. At least for me, there's like landscape portraits out there that people have painted that semi look like my ankle. So. I'm like mad. I'm like gripping the mic right now. <laughs> You're like, I have an a- I lagoon shaped birthmark, and you will believe me. Okay, girl, I believe you. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it might not be a heart totally. But yeah. the two things I know about Dami, actually, I didn't know he was a microbiologist. I think I forgot that. But I like him. Number one, I like him. And two, He's, I think he's kind of funny. I think that they're boring. I think we only put them number two most boring because they don't have chemistry with each other. But the nope. both of them separately, I really like. I think they're both funny. I think they both have great energy. I think they're both like, I want them to stay in the house for as long as possible. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that he finds his person quickly I really don't want him voted out like that's my fear is that he might be vulnerable at the end of next week actually he might not be vulnerable because he might have India interested in him I just want him in the house yeah. for as long as possible um that's my two cents and the same thing with Amber but I think Amber will be generally fine and she's like she's really hot <laughs> what what can I Amber? say about Amber she's really hot 
that but that's it though like she's very hot i feel like she's very sweet and unfortunately being hot and sweet is not gonna i mean unless you're hugo <laughs> from last season just ghost him. but i hate i will him. say i i did not think he was hot i i'm sorry i just thought he was cute he was a teacher he like was just there to have fun i don't know anyway right. um amber gives me a similar vibe where you know I definitely feel like she needs to open up more. We don't know that much about her, or at least I didn't pick up anything notable about mm-hmm. her. I didn't even write anything down. Like, there's nothing there. She just – she's dressing A1. She looks great mm. every single day, mm. every single night. She looks great, and she's got a really sweet personality. I love the sound of her voice. I definitely think that she could be – she could definitely do something ASMR, to be honest. I um, think – that she might have a little Amber season five situation going on where Mm. she doesn't like any of the guys and she's kind of to herself and she might have to get pushed to experiment with one of the guys in the villa and just give them a chance. But like get, but that's childish. Like being pushed. I don't like that. Like again, here, I'm coming back to the point where it is 2022. We, as women, need to be assertive with what we want, and we should just go for what we want when we want it. And but she I doesn't want anybody. Drive. I know she doesn't want anybody, but she could. I don't know. Like there's just there's a difference between not wanting anybody, but then also not. I feel like she's not social. Like she's not getting. She's not getting to know anybody else. She's complaining about Dami not trying to get to talk to her but she hasn't made an effort to go and interact with him you know yeah I don't know I I hear what you're saying I just feel like we're gonna get to see more of her with the girls I think she has good engagement with the girls Mm -hmm. and for right now I think she's comfortable because she knows she's not personally in danger so I think that once two more people come in the house and she's kind of forced to graft we'll Mm -hmm. see a little bit more of her um and we'll see her open up with the guys but until then I don't you know she doesn't have to force it it's day two yeah that's fair we're maybe different because I would be nervous about getting dumped from the island so I'd be getting to know everybody for like a backup but play it cool. You got to play it cool Let in me... front of the guys. You're not vulnerable yet. So don't show your whole like whole deck. Don't show your cards. I... No, but play here's safe. the thing, though. Like, if you know you're hot, you're hot. I totally agree with that. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, chasing men. Mm. I'm saying, like, the show is also about how well you establish yourself amongst the people that you're with. And I feel like we haven't seen her interact with anybody, anybody really, aside from, I think, India, and that's it. And I just don't think that that's the best way to, I don't know, give the public a good impression of who you actually are as a person. But I guess that'll come with time. I'm just very, I'm extroverted, Mm. if people couldn't tell already. And I definitely (laughs) think that for me, I'm like, if you're not talking to other people, like, what's the point? You're there to make friends. You're there to find love, maybe. And I just haven't picked up anything from her where I'm like, wow. Like, I need Yeah, I'm just really, I'm, I would say I'm extroverted once I, like, am given, like, 
like a little bit of something. But I can be crazy shy. Like if people don't give me a little something, a little room to feel comfortable, a little reassurance, then I could be a clam. And I think that that's maybe what's happening. Because obviously, like once I open up, oh my God, you'll never shut me up. And then generally, I'm pretty extroverted. But if I'm not comfortable and maybe other people aren't giving me that energy, then I'm not going to open up. And like if we're being open and honest both Amber and India are in a situation where their only two options are Dami and Akenna because once again going back to the diversity issue right, Love right. Island has seemingly brought in guys whose types are maybe not as diverse as they said that they were during the audition mm-hmm. process none of the three white guys have expressed any interest in the black girls not to say that anybody needs to change their preference to go on the show but if you're gonna go on the show your preferences should be very open so maybe she's feeling a little like you know like she doesn't know what to do she doesn't know who to talk to and these guys you know her options are maybe she feels like her options are dwindled down to two and i think that's a really hard situation to be in i didn't think about it that way and it makes sense to me now that you've brought that up, which is interesting. Yeah. But speaking of India, though, our next The couple. most beautiful woman who has ever walked I through the villa, maybe on earth. <laughs> let me tell you something. I saw a tweet the other day. A little birdie told me, let's say that, mm-hmm. is that the reason why India has blonde and brunette hair is so <sighs> she can be either guy's type and why is that the funniest thing I've read in a while, dude? <laughs> that is so funny. And it's so true because why every single year these guys are like, I really like blondes. Yeah. I really, really like blondes. No, I actually only like brunettes. It's like, bro. Right. You realize she could change her hair color at any point. What if she switches it up? Boom, all of a sudden she's, what if she's a ginger? And then what? I, you know what, I don't know, but I will say, best vibe so far, India's my favorite. I out love of this her. Initial grouping of singles. Yeah. I think she's got an excellent personality. I think she's very much aware of what she likes and what she doesn't. I found an interaction from day two hilarious that she had with Amber, which stay tuned, we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. And. I just get a good vibe from her. I really like also that, again, she's not afraid to go for what she wants. And she's also a girl's girl. What more could you want? She is the total package. She has a great voice. She is beautiful. She's funny. She's personable. Mm -hmm. I just need – I mean, maybe it's early days, but I need her to win the money. (laughs) I need her to steal the money. (laughs) I need somebody to steal the money. No, but I want her to find somebody she really likes with, or somebody she really likes, somebody she really gels with. I would love for one year, like, the mom and dad couple to be, like, a black couple. Mm -hmm. Because that, like, that's what we deserve as viewers. Because typically, it's always, like, the white couples who stepped forward for each other on day one or, like, felt like got together week right. two and, like, they obviously were, like, everybody's type. But, like, I need them to bring in somebody 
who wants India and who's going to fight for India. And I need them to be the mom and dad couple of the show. And I need them to win. Like, that's all I want. I have never felt more passionate about a contestant in this regard, aside from Ovi. Oh, my because God. I yeah. feel like he was also extreme. Every single thing, I was like, he's got the charm. He's got the charisma. Yes. He's got the looks. He's got the personality. Yes. Like, what a great guy. And and mind you, he was a Casa Amor ad. He wasn't even I there know. for the start. How do you fumble the bag? Truly, I feel like, and I don't know, because I don't think I've seen this online, um, whether they casted him prior to the show airing or if they casted mm-hmm. him as the show was airing and he was like a last-minute Casa Amor find. But mm-hmm. I just can't understand how he wasn't in it from the start how he wasn't an og like please that man is a godsend as well the yeah what do you think about what do you think about akenna akenna again hilarious i love that excuse me sorry Uh, i just i haven't talked this long with somebody in forever so my throat is like closing up hold up well Kenna, this man right out the gate, he's like, I like me some ass. Like, I like the buns. And let me tell mad respect. We love a man that knows what he wants. And there is actually a snippet. I think I'm going to post this. There is a snippet. I will post it right here of Kenna looking at India's ass when they got coupled up. Like, this man didn't even, like, he was not beating around the bush. He straight up looked at the full package of what he was dealing with. Mental dimensions were taken of the slope and the parabola of what (laughs) India looks like from behind. Okay. Like, there was definitely some analysis going on. And I'm sorry, the man's a dog, but I respect it. I'm here for it. Like, (laughs) I, I don't know. It's just, it's funny. I, too, think that he and India do not have any chemistry. No, For zero. some reason, their conversations are just so um, boring. Dead. And yeah. and here's the thing. India definitely has some trust issues. There's something about that. Because she gives me Amber vibes where she's, like, very much like grilling the person that she's matched up mm. with. And Akena just wants someone who's maybe mute. I don't know. He's just – he doesn't care. He doesn't want to talk. He, he just would, wants a little ass, yeah. and that's it. I think he will definitely – I think his downfall on the show will be he wants someone who's just, like, calm. And not to say that India is not calm. India is very calm. But, like, it, you know, more, like, low-key, just, like, go with the flow, maybe not super talkative, just, like, kind of like India Reynolds um, Mm, from season five. Kind of like that. Oh, she would eat a kind of up, dude. Yeah, he would love her, I feel like. Yes. But then the downfall absolutely. would be that they would be, you know, they would be in love. They would be happy. But maybe mm. the public wouldn't think that they were so interesting as a couple. But, yeah, my general feel for Kenneth, I have to see a little bit more from him personally. Mm-hmm. I um, I think he likes India more than India likes him. Like, I think he's happy in the couple. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, it's a day one couple. So I feel right. like if anybody came in that was his type. He would definitely entertain it, as he should. 
Um, yeah. And then he might not be so into India anymore. And personality-wise, yeah, again, I need to see a little bit more. He didn't really, you know, I like him, but I don't, I feel like I don't really know him yet. I know he's a dirty dog, and I'm <laughs> down with that. He loves that ass. You know what? I mean, same. God bless and same. Why not? Like, Why not? good for him. I hope he gets to jiggle someone's ass while he's on there. So, <laughs> go for him. They have to let him. I'm they, here for him. Oh, my God. Well, maybe they They might do but the like, lap dance thing. Oh, you like know. Like the lap dance bit that they do. Yeah. And he'll love that. He'll love that. Let's hope he makes it to that for I his own so sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to our next couple then. We have, and I thought this was your favorite girl. We've got Luca and Paige. And one thing hmm. that I know about Luca is that he sells fish, which I'm sorry, a fishmonger on Stop. Love Island. I think he's sexy. <laughs> uh, Val, we have completely man, different types. No, I'm not disagreeing that he's okay. attractive. I do think he has attractive features, but the teeth, the fake teeth from Turkey are giving me Connor vibes. Oh, yeah. And second of all, the tattoos, like yeah, I saw a tweet yeah. the other day that perfectly describes this. Luca went into a tattoo shop in the UK and was like, give me every single basic tattoo you possibly can. I think this no, man he did. Has, he did. He has the Harry Styles butterfly. He does. Oh, my God. You year, know about it. He's got the birth year right above his junk. Like, almost. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the belly button. He's got two olive branches on each clavicle. And this man has got like just the most generic like he looks like he has fake tat like Inkbox. You know Inkbox? Mm. It's like of a course. company. Oh my god, we're sponsored by In- Inkbox. Good um, girl. <laughs> he literally looks like he has those plastered across his chest. I'm sorry. And the fake teeth. The fake teeth is what get me. I can't. Like you can tell when someone's wearing veneers, but when you whiten them to the point where it looks like a mouthful of apple chargers or something, like I can't handle that. <laughs> Um, listen, as an orthodontist daughter, I agree with mm-hmm. you. It's very hard to look at. Um, that being said, I just get good energy from him. Like, I feel like his best friend is going to walk through the door. We're going to have a good bromance. I feel like he might, you know, right now he's testing the waters. He's flirting with multiple girls, which is normal. But I just feel like if the right girl comes in, he could be a villa dad. I just see him giving, like, genuine advice. Don't know if it would be good advice, but I could see him trying, doing his best. Um, The tattoos are horrid. They're so embarrassing. When you were describing how bad his tattoos were, I felt truly roasted for even finding him attractive. They're bad. But I think that I like that he's a fishmonger. Like, I'm like, that's so manly. I, mm. I don't know. I, I just, like it. It's different. I'm we don't sorry, want We want normal people on Love Island. We want normal people, but... I don't want to, like, go out on a date with a man that smells like halibut. Like, I don't... (laughs) I mean, yeah, okay. Granted, I hate the smell of seafood. But, you know, just take a shower. No, it's like, 
like I don't like do you smell like a cedar plank salmon like what's the t- like I need somebody to tell me on the show what this man smells like like well we he to- definitely doesn't smell like fish on the show because he's been in isolation for like two weeks leading up to it oh right no so but I wonder that, this, like this if he went where back my to his mind job goes yeah. Yeah, but like this man can definitely secure like a deodorant and or a laundry detergent commercial once he's out because or a toothpaste commercial. Those chompers are yeah. the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life and I live in Boston, so I've right. seen some pretty white things. But aside from like, that Like first though, and foremost the people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But don't get me wrong though. Living here is great. Yeah, sort of. Well, but <laughs> yeah, like Luca. I'm a Boston Luca hater. The, Luca the Bish. I like don't. Luca the fish. Luca the Bish. I don't remember what I think that's his ad on Insta. But I just don't. I see what you mean. He gives me like boy band vibes with the tattoos. Like he mm. looks like Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber is the version that he is now. If that makes sense. Like, do you know when Justin Bieber So, like, early Bieber tattoo days when it was, like, giving yes, cringe. Yes, Yeah. Yes. That's what I get from I this. I hear you. I'm also very yeah. much getting Connor vibes where, like, he's, um, like, he knows how to chat up to girls. But I also feel like he's a little shy. And that, The shyness I, is what makes me feel safe about him. I'm like... He's trying to chat up the girls, but also something about him, like, flirting with everybody and, like, flirting mm-hmm. with multiple girls, it almost doesn't feel comfortable. Like, he can be smooth. He was a little smooth with Paige when talking about, I, like, getting in the bed, I'm but like, it almost is yes. like he's a relationship man, I feel like. I do get a relationship vibe from him, and I'm really glad you brought up the point about the bed conversation with Paige because mm. we love a man who can tell a woman that if her feet are too cold, she can slide them under his calves so he can warm her up. We exactly. love that. I am so here for that. And that in and of itself, I completely agree. He definitely is boyfriend material. He's just, giving boyfriend material, yeah. period. If you if here's the thing, before we move on to Paige, if you scrub Luca down and put gel in Luca's hair, you have Liam. And I will leave it at that. Oh, uh, don't say that because I genuinely I'm like not to say that he can't be cute to anybody, but Liam is not cute to me. Like Well, let's talk about it. Let's finish Paige and then we'll okay. move on to our least boring couple but Paige thoughts um she's really cute and she's really sweet and again I feel like the overarching um theme of this episode of this cast is that they're not afraid to say how they feel and who they like and I feel like she's very open to Luca getting to know other girls. She's very open to getting to know the other guys. She seems really sweet. I think that she's definitely um gonna be crying on our screens shortly though. Because she was, you know, at first she was like, mm, I don't know about Luca. Like, yeah, he's cute, but I don't know. And 
I want to say like in the span of 12 hours, I feel like she is really feeling him. And I don't know where he's at quite yet. I can't tell. Um, And we'll get into that when we get into the triangles. But Mm -hmm. I feel like she definitely likes him more than he likes her. Not by much, but whoever she falls head over heels for, I think she's going to be crying about on her screens very shortly, for sure. I think that she is one of those people who is so sweet as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about the crying. I don't mm. I don't see her like I don't see her pulling an Amy where she's just like bawling when she was bawling yeah. over Curtis, like just doing no, anything out of the ordinary. Maybe not I an feel Amy. Like, yeah, like I feel like she's like strong enough where if she was to cry it would be with good reason and then she'd be able to move on and i'm here for that for her because we all always need a good cry i feel like it could be like a laura situation from season four where like agreed she thinks that her and this guy are really really doing well whatever guy it may be and then maybe his head turns and she with reason is furious and upset and crying because she you know, Laura with Lauren West, West, right? Yeah, with Lauren West, you know, they were a cute couple, whatever. But I definitely think she thought that the relationship had progressed more than it could have reasonably reasonably progressed. And I could to see be fair, Paige though, thinking the same. To be fair, though, like Luca and Paige are within the same age range. Laura and Worth, which West I love, born. that's good, and I think that's what their biggest thing was. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Paige is definitely like. She falls hard, which I love because mm. I honestly love somebody who wears their heart on their sleeve. But yeah, same. TBD on whether or not she's going to progress in a way that's not going to end up in her heart being broken. But I definitely think that she has potential to get the popular vote from the UK. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think she's just definitely. wholesome and very cute, which I love. Um, but yeah, nothing else much to say about her. No, like, she's kind of playing it safe. Right, fair. Which, but we don't like playing it safe here. So, <laughs> on yeah. to the next. We've got Liam and Gemma. Liam, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Liam, I can't. I don't like him. Least favorite. My least favorite character. I'm. He's just so bland. Yeah. I am very happy that he has his masters in strength and conditioning. But he is unable to use his strength and his conditioning to keep me interested in whatever he's saying. And my <laughs> notes, my notes that I've written here, I've written mm. dunce, question mark, which is very mean. But there is just, he gives me like, I would love for a guy like Liam to be with my daughter. He's educated. He's very nice. He is very puppy dogish. Like I know he would be there for my, you know, for my daughter. Mm. <laughs> Beck and call. Like I think that's great. For me personally, not my type. A little too clingy. Kind of don't like that. He like won't leave Gemma alone. Mm. And I kind of feel like, I don't know. I just there's something about him that I absolutely hate. 
and I can't put my finger on it. I think it's, I don't know. It's just, he's boring. I can put my finger on it. What's your finger? My finger is saying, okay. Um, yeah, all of those things you said, I feel like he uh, is an air quotes nice guy where, you know, he comes across sweet. He's got puppy dog energy. But if you scrape a little bit among uh, or um, a little bit below the surface, you're going to get something a little bit more. I just don't think he's as sweet as he comes off or as he tries to play. Um, And I'll say the first thing that really put me off about him was when Gemma, when he was telling Gemma about what he did. And she was like, oh, cool. And he was like, do you know what that is? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, so tell me what it is. And she rightfully was like, don't play that game with me. I don't want to play that game. Like, I know what that is. Whatever. I hate a mansplainer. I hate a man who swears down that a woman isn't going to know. what. And, you know, it's hilarious that he said that to Gemma because, you know, we'll get into it. But her father is a football player or a soccer player for our American Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. of who we are a part of. Um, So it's just ironic that he was like, do you know what I do? I'm like on a soccer team and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, I know what you do without name dropping her father. And further than that, I just don't know why. I, I don't know why he's not talking to any of the other girls. Because clearly Gemma's not feeling him, and I think he's known that since the moment they coupled up that she was not feeling him. And yet, he's not talking to anybody else. And then he keeps wondering why he's getting burned. It's almost well, like, like, yeah, I don't right. know. Well, here's, well, this is what I meant by like, oh, like I'd want him for my daughter, because I mm. know that you know, he can take being stepped on, which is horrible to say, <laughs> not in any way condoning toxic relationships. Trust me, I have witnessed my fair share. I'm not here about that, and it's not okay. I definitely think him and Gemma are a very toxic pairing. Um, I have my own opinions about that exchange. I definitely don't think he was coming across as a mansplainer. I think he was genuinely just asking, but his tone alluded else something else. Um, I also thought it was hilarious that, yeah, given Gemma's occupation, obviously she's going to know what strength and conditioning is. But mm-hmm. from the get-go, again, that interaction, she was so crass to him. And that's kind of what ended up turning me off of both of them. Because the mm-hmm. fact that, A, you know, she's so rude to him instead of actually having a conversation and being open and upfront and being like, look, I'm not feeling you. Like, you're cute, but not that cute, and you're not my type. It's very Mm. frustrating that she has to take these measures where she is burning him, but it's also bad for him because nobody deserves to be treated that way. And I think that's also why I'm saying, like, he's got the personality of maybe a pistachio, but Mm -hmm. we don't know more about him. And – Maybe he might be more than a pistachio. He might be a hazelnut or even a walnut, but we won't know until the days continue. But yeah. I'm very worried about him when it comes to recoupling. Soon I don't think he's making it. I don't think he's going to make it either, which, uh, which is sad. Uh, you know, 
it wouldn't be the biggest loss <laughs> in terms of characters it, well, we, we in the villa. Yet. We don't you know, know yet. I think in a week potential. we might yeah, feel mm-hmm. differently. Well, I was going to say with his masters in strength and conditioning, we might have a little bit of an Anton situation where he starts doing like a bunch of stuff in the gym and like ends up having more of a personality by like showing us something fun about him. Um, mm. But TBD, even most of his like we'll we'll discuss in the episode two recap, but not episode two, but like day two recap about mm-hmm. what we found out about him. But strange stuff. I don't know. He he's very vanilla. I again personality of a pistachio i don't know what that means i'm coining it right now but you know what i mean like it tastes a little good like it's a little salty like the pistachio but also like there's nothing there after (laughs) there's just an empty shell yeah i guess only time will tell i have no more comments on him (laughs) yeah let's move on then miss gemma miss little 19 year old gemma equestrian i think she's like a competitor an international competitor horse yeah. rider and she likes her men like she likes her horses tall dark and handsome which mm. damn <laughs> yeah i i do not like her you know i'm sorry that's I, fair i don't like her i definitely think you can express your emotions in a way that is not rude i don't know i just feel like Gemma comes across very strange and the more that I see her interact with Liam, the more I'm turned away from her. It's You don't have to be mean to someone in order for them to know that you don't like them. You can just say that you don't like them. Yeah. Um, This one is tricky for me because yeah. I almost uh, blame Love Island for <laughs> allowing someone so young on the show as well as somebody who maybe they wanted on the show for name recognition um the way I look at it is I have a sister who's 17 right now mm-hmm. and her style of communication is basically non-existent <laughs> and I Gemma just turned 19 and my sister's like six months away from turning 18 so frankly Mm. they're like a year and a half apart I can't imagine my sister doing enough growth in a year and a half to have um appropriate and respectful conversations with men that she would be interested in And the same goes for Gemma. And that's not to say that she's not responsible for how she acts in the villa. I think, you know, some of the things that she has said have come across rude, um, depending on how you look at it. I mean, I personally did think that Liam was mansplaining a little bit. And I did think that calling Luca's last name unfortunate was quite funny, albeit it was disrespectful because her tone was not like very jokey at all. I just feel like I have to see more of her to um, decide whether I am just calling it a wash because this early into Love Island season five, everybody thought the same of Amber. Um, 
So I don't know. I think she has potential to be funny. Um, she's very upfront. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of her attitude maybe comes from being 19. So it's just tricky. Yeah, I will I will second that. I too have a younger sister who is actually 19. Yes. But let me tell you, she's got more maturity in her pinky finger than mm. Gemma does with regard to yeah. speaking to people of the opposite gender. Let's say that. I definitely see Gemma being like a girl's girl, which is cool and I'm happy mm-hmm. for that. But I just I this is just one of my personal values. I hate disrespect. I really take it yeah. the wrong way. And I could never imagine myself speaking to people in the manner that she has on the show so far. And that's kind of why I've written her off. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Amber, it was different. Like, you knew that was a part of her personality. And and you know from the get-go that she was very vocal about her opinions. And it was almost funny. But with Gemma, she's just mean. I'm not finding things funny. So. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. She's also really hard to read. Yeah. Um, I can't tell how she feels. Um, I can't tell like when she's serious and when she's joking. So, you know, this could just be who she is. She could just be rude or maybe, you know, she is not, we don't understand her well enough yet. And I think probably, I think maybe like a week of watching the show will kind of be able to gauge which one it is. Right. I will say that I'll end on a positive note. I will say she's got great hair. Oh my god, fantastic hair. Gorgeous. Yeah. I I did a stint. I don't know if anybody's going to be listening to this, but I had a stint in South Dakota for 2 years. And over there, they use a horse shampoo called Mane and Tail. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. And I think she uses the UK version of that because <laughs> her locks are so thick, so beautiful. And it reminds me of, like, the popular girls in high school uh, when I was over in South Dakota. They had these, like, gorgeous long locks, and they would always be done, like, very beautifully, especially mm-hmm. during, like, wedding seasons and stuff. I don't know. I'm just – now I'm just going on a tangent. But that's kind of what her hair reminded me of. It was like, oh, my God, like, you know, so-and-so from high school, like, used to look just like that. Their hair was just right. like that. So positive note, she's killing it, and also she's gorgeous. I will also say that. Personality is a bit of a flush for me, but she is beautiful. So, yeah. With that, though, those are our top top five most boring to least boring. And why are Liam and Gemma the least boring? Enter Davide. Yes. So, this Italian stallion coming in, um, who, by the way, has had his eyes on Gemma since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to preface by saying, like, stay tuned as Val and I discuss Davide and more of day two in the next episode, since we have you guys so engaged at this moment. <laughs> Val, would you like to plug anything towards our end here? Yes, guys. This season of Love Island, we are hooked We're ready to give you all the tea. We're ready to talk all day and all night about this show. And where we're going to be doing that outside of the podcast is on social media, okay? So not every day we're going to be on the podcast. And when we're not, you need to catch up with us on Twitter. You need to catch up with us on TikTok. And you need to catch up with us on Instagram. 
So let me just say that our handles are Villa Birds for TikTok and Instagram and Villa Birds Pod for Twitter, okay? So any day that you guys miss us, that you feel like you need a little bit of tea, you need to be hear what's happening, you need a live reaction, we live tweet on Twitter. You need to follow us and you need to engage with us. And we're really looking forward to having awesome discussions online. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited about the summer. And I can't wait to hear what everyone else thinks about the show. And I can't wait to just share these moments online with everybody watching and everybody listening right now. Yeah, and what a time it is to be immortalized online, us two discussing such a riveting topic with so many of our wonderful peers. And not only that, but social media, if you miss us, come get more of us. We are trying to grow as best as we can, and we can't do this without you. I mean, we can do this without you, but we have chosen not to, and we love everybody who has followed us and engaged with us, and trust me, I will say this. I'll plug our Twitter one more time at VillaBirdsPod. When I tell you that Val is on fire with making memes and tweets (laughs) that are really funny, I am telling you she is on fire. But with that being said, thank you for tuning in to our first episode. This is no longer episode zero. This is episode one. And we are so excited to keep bringing you anything and everything Love Island and anything and everything unsolicited opinions and commentary about this show, about our lives, about society, about cultural norms in general. Like, we are here to tell you anything and everything. We are not beating around the bush. We are being direct. So, with that, thank you and goodbye. (laughs) Thank you and goodbye, everybody. See you on the next one. Woo! Peace! Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.